What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Fleet Maintenance and Management Podcast, where we interview fleet managers and business owners across various industries. Our goal is to help make your fleet operations more efficient by hearing tips, best practices, and other insights from experienced individuals. I'm your host, Zarain Abdiali, and let's get ready to rock and roll. Hey guys, we have uh, Ben Blanchard on the call today uh, with Blanchard Refrigeration. Hey Ben, how's it going? Doing well, how are you? Good, good. Uh, really appreciate you uh, joining today. This is actually pretty exciting. Um, this You're the first one we get to interview on this podcast, so uh, you, sh- you should feel very special. <laughs> awesome, no, I'm excited to be here. Great, great. So um, I, I want to kind of just get right into it. Uh, you know, can you tell us a little bit about your background, uh, kind of your role and the description of your business so our uh, listeners can kind of get a feel for what you do? Yeah. So uh, background, uh, graduated from East Carolina, have my MBA from there, uh, kind of jumped around in the corporate world and actually come from a small business that my dad created about 40 years ago called Blanchard Refrigeration. And uh, he serviced Walmarts and some of the major grocery chains around the eastern North Carolina. And about five years ago, they acquired another company. And so that expanded our um, kind of map of who we serviced even more. And my brother took it over for a little while. And he kind of called me in and said, look, you know, we're, we're growing at a very expansive rate. And i uh, love to have you come in and help out with some of the office background work. And that ended up being some of the fleet management stuff, which I know is kind of what we're getting into today. Okay, cool. And um, so you're in the North Carolina area, you said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, near near the coast, near Wilmington, North Carolina. And okay, cool. And how big is your fleet currently? So right now we have right around twenty three to twenty four vehicles. Okay, and uh, they're primarily used for what? Like, what are they? What are they doing? They're uh, what's, what's so the service? probably uh, twelve to fifteen of them are just pure service trucks. So we have guys that it's essentially their mobile office. You know, they house a bunch of tools and refrigerant gases, things like that. And when we get a call that you know they're having an issue at a store, could be an hour, two hours away, they hop in their truck and they they go to that that service call. And then we have probably about three kind of what we call mobile warehouses and that's kind of your big box trucks that we took and added in some shelving and places to put you know screws and couplings and pipe and things like that that you would use at at a new construction of a walmart so those those will normally just go to a job site and sit for three to six months and then from there we have just some flex vehicles um you know if a guy needs it to, to go take a part to somebody or anything like that. Okay. And then is it, uh, oh, how many employees do you have? Does everyone drive their own truck or a lot of them sharing trucks or how does that work? There's a couple that are shared. Um, all of the service guys have their own trucks and then the construction guys, you know, it just depends on what's going on that, that week. So we have 23 employees and I would say probably about 20 of those are service or construction related. And then we have people in the office. Cool. And then, so so when you started or the business started, how how quickly has the fleet grown, or has it been kind of a steady growth, or uh, how many did you start with, and and now you, you said you ended up with twenty three, twenty four. Like, can you tell me a little bit about that? 
Yeah. So it started, you know, with my dad back in the seventies and there was just two people. Oh, wow. <laughs> then, okay. Probably by the time I was in high school in the uh, kind of mid two thousands, there was about 12 or so people here. And then I came back uh, last year. And so now we're up to 23. So it's, you know, it's, it's steady growth. Um, probably adding an employee in a truck a year, I would say. Um, so that's, that's where okay. you guys are growing pretty fast. Okay. And then, um, so with that growth or, you know, can you talk about a little bit, uh, some of the challenges that you're facing with when it comes to your, your management of your fleet and, uh, you know, some of the pain points, frustrations, et cetera, if you can kind of elaborate on that. So our listeners can kind of hear, especially since you've grown, you know, from two to now 24. Absolutely. Yeah. So when, when I came in about a year ago, there was kind of a loose listing of the trucks on a spreadsheet and it had, you know, this is their odometer and the VIN number, you know, when the registrations do and kind of basics of, of that nature. And I just kind of noticed right off the bat, like we weren't doing a good job tracking oil changes. Um, sometimes the registrations were expiring, you know, and you'd ask the guys, you know, how are your tires, how many miles you have on them? They didn't really have any idea. And so I was kind of frustrated off the bat. So my, my first uh, piece of software I tried was a Google Calendar and just making a truck calendar and putting, okay, well, they got the oil changed here. I'm going to put a reminder, you know, two months from now, uh, things like that. And then you could also record when they got their tires, you know, okay, this is the truck. This is the mileage when they got their tires. And you could set up like a yearly reminder on the registration, hoping it would send you an email. But the, the more I worked with that, it was just confusing to use because you couldn't kind of designate it by truck. You'd have to, you'd see everything on the calendar at once. You'd have to look at each one in individually. And I really just wanted a place where I could go to the truck and see all the information on that truck in one spot, if that makes sense. Got it. Um, so, so the calendar just, it was okay, but it, it, I was still, if I didn't look at the calendar for, let's say, two weeks for whatever reason, then I would miss an oil change or I would miss a registration and I didn't get the alerts like I was looking for. So, so Ben, let me stop you there. So, okay, that's interesting. So with using the calendar, did you notice that um, you were missing timely maintenance or were there any um, uh, repercussions for, for missing stuff? Like, did you have like a service van down or did something happen? No, it was really kind of a trend of we had two or three guys come in. They're going, oh, man, you know, I, I got to get my oil change. I'm 3,000 miles overdue. And I'm kind of throwing my hands off. Of, we shouldn't be 3,000 miles overdue for an oil change, you know, especially as much as these trucks are on the road. Right. Um, because and, truck, truck down means loss of business, customers, unhappy, things like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, okay. So, so that was it. Any other challenges or pain points that you had uh, outside of just the the fleet maintenance part of it? How about just managing the fleet in general? Are there other areas that were were painful or are still painful that you're... you're (laughs) The only other painful area that we have uh, is just the guys not keeping the trucks clean. You know, they live out of there and sometimes you want to you want to go take a ride with them and you're going, come on, yeah. man, you know, let's, let's throw away the McDonald's bag. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to move to a, to a, a quarterly check of the trucks. Um, they're, they're not going to like that, but you know, if we have a, 
a potential customer come by and he looks in your truck and see it's all trashed up. That's it's not going to re- reflect well on us. Yeah, I think we're all guilty of that sometimes, even with our. Personal yep, <laughs> I know it's you know you got to hold them to the same standard you hold yourself. So I think uh, I've had a banana peel or two uh, once in a while here that my wife will yell at me about. But yeah, no, all right, cool. Well, no, okay, so that's great. So keeping it clean and then the maintenance; those are probably the top ones. All right, so moving on. Um, so I guess, you know, tips for other business owners or fleet managers when it comes to, you know, the, the managing the fleet, um, what are some actual tools that have helped you? If you can get into specifics uh, around any insights you can provide around that. I mean, we have a lot of people across various industries listening, so I, I'm sure everyone can benefit from certain tools. But if you can kind of talk about uh, a little bit about what you've done, you know, with these challenges that you're facing. Yeah, so I... Uh... I kind of started looking around when I got frustrated with the calendar and we actually leased some vehicles from enterprise and they have an, like a, a fleet management tool that, that they use. And I, I went to a little seminar on it and it was really just overkill for what we wanted. Um, they were looking for, you know, sign you up on a maintenance plan and there's kind of certain, uh, mechanics that you have to go to through them and, you know, you can run your fuel through them and, that was that was more than what we needed. That's really more for large companies that may have seven, eight hundred vehicles, you know, and they're using you know, 20, 30 different mechanics and, and things like that. So I was just thinking, you know, I really just want something simple that I can I can put my truck in there. You know, I can have the registration in any kind of glove box forms that I need all in one spot. I can track when they got oil changes, when they got tire rotations and things of that nature. And it's just all in an app. And that was really what I wanted. So I uh, hopped on Google and that's where I came across AutoSyst and was really impressed with it off the bat. And then they had like a two week free trial. So I went, okay, well, no harm here. You know, I'll, I'll ask the guys to, to throw in their trucks and let's, let's see how it goes. And uh, we, we kind of have a local mechanic. So I went and got the paperwork from him. Hey, what's everything we've had done in the past six months and got our trucks in there, was able to load all the history into the service of that app and uh, got the glove box, got everybody's registration in there, set up reminders. This is when it expires, things like that. And it also does the fuel. So uh, another big thing that we do is we want to have a receipt for all the transactions you put on your credit card. Right. Um, And just struggling with guys getting their fuel receipts back to us, either, you know, it didn't print it or what, whatever the excuse was from, from the gas pumps. And with the app now, they can put in, hey, you know, I got gas on this date, got this many gallons at this cost. And it again, it'll keep a running log of that so you can really see who got the most gas and um, kind of where they're getting it from. Cool. So from there, I was able to just, you know, put in all the service. And I really like that I can say, um, you know, they got their oil change on this date and I want it to send me a reminder after 5,000 miles that another oil change is due. And you're able to get that because with the fuel portion of that app, it requires them to put in their odometer, which again is information we were never getting uh, beforehand. Right. So it'll send a reminder when when that odometer hits the right limit. Cool. So it sounds like Autosys. Okay, so Autosys was was a big tool, um, and you know uh, anything outside of Autosys that you're using today or would are looking for actively that you know that maybe you can share with with the listeners that that have helped you. Not, have like not really right now. Um, doing GPS tracking or doing any sort of like uh, inventory management or any of that kind of stuff. Because I know there's a lot of other tools out there. Is there anything else you can right. use 
that's yeah, so with the GPS tracking, we we use um, it was called Fleetmatics. It actually just got acquired by Verizon, so I think it may be called Verizon Connect okay. now. Okay, but that's just just simply a you know a GPS system that will just let you know where the guys are. It doesn't I, I, the maintenance on it was more uh, like global based, so you'd have to set the same settings for all the trucks, right. and I, I just I didn't I really wanted it to be vehicle specific right so that that wasn't really what i was looking for either um but it it does a great job of just hey you know this is where you guys are on the map right so but as far as the maintenance and the fuel we're doing all that through auto assist right now okay cool so um anything else um wanted to share with with the listeners um ben in, in terms of tools and stuff like that no, that's that's it. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna try to move to to. Uh, I was just about to go there. Yeah, we're actually gonna move to. We're gonna try to move to some like pay for performance. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Comp, like compensation plan where you know, hey, if you keep your truck clean, then you'll get a little bit more money every every paycheck. So I think that'll be a big motivator. Interesting. Cool. Um, yep. Where do you see the future of like kind of the fleet vehicles management, especially with the uh, you know, autonomous vehicles I and, mean, you know, in the next 50, 100 years. I mean, where, I mean, do you see any thoughts on that? Any closing thoughts for, around that? Yeah, you know, I was uh, talking about this with my brother some, and I, I really think it's going to move more towards it all being housed within the cars, you know, because there's almost a full computer in there as it is now. And uh, maybe when you, you know, when it hooks up to your Wi-Fi at your office, that it uploads all that data right there, yeah. something like that to maybe either the dealer or your mechanic or something of that nature. Um, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's really getting as, as sophisticated as they're getting from a software standpoint. It's making it harder just to go to your local mechanic. So it seems to be moving a lot more towards the dealers these days. Right. Okay, cool. Interesting. And Ben, I, again, appreciate you, you being on any, um, in terms of people trying to reach you or if they wanted to ask you any questions, uh, do you have anywhere where they can contact you or uh, your website or anything like that that you'd like to, sh- to give out? Yeah, I mean, you know, our website should be uh, Blanchard Refrigeration. You can just Google that and you should see us. Um, my email is Ben uh, at freeze2please.com. You may want to, I'll probably just give that to you if you want to put it in the, yeah, the, I'll show, put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll like there. yeah, so that's the best way, you know. I'm sitting here looking at my email every day. So shoot me an email. I'm, I'm happy to talk about Great. anything. Well, I appreciate you uh, being the guinea pig on the very first interview. I, I think it went really well. I thought we got some great insights. And uh, to our listeners, we're uh, going to put all this stuff in the show notes that Ben had mentioned. And uh, we definitely uh, appreciate you coming on, Ben. Yep. Thanks all for right. having me. Thank you very much.